I am Paul Jones, and you are listening to the Spirit of Lux. Flavor is the most important, the true flavor of a product. That's what counts for me. In terms of food and beverage, in terms of chefs and uh, mixologists, it is a great moment for uh, all of us because there is so much creativity out there and the access to product is so easy at the moment. I think what Grand Bay is, is, is a combination of all our knowledge, you know, mine and Dave and, and your Paul, you know, uh, all our, you know, uh, passion basically put in one single hotel. And it's, yeah, it's, it's amazing, you know. The world is endless. And we will never ever finish learning because there's always uh, around every corner uh, there is something new and that's the beauty welcome to another episode of the spirit of lux today i'm excited to have two of the world's most talented chefs and lux's celebrated culinarians on the podcast chef dave minton and chef walter lamfranchi Chef Dave specializes in French and Mediterranean cuisine with a focus on working with fresh produce. Walter works very closely with the management as well as the research and development team to conceive and develop new food and beverage concepts for the group. There's a lot to cover in this episode. The extraordinary world of Lux's gastronomy that encompasses all five senses and how they are bringing the Lux Collective to greater heights through the test kitchen concept. The chefs also take us behind the scenes of the upcoming Lux Grand Bay, offering laid-back dining from morning to night at Beach Rouge, the eye-catching and exotic Aikisu restaurant, which will offer best-in-class contemporary Asian cuisine, as well as the wonderful rooftop Bizu with the views over the lagoon and the wonderful sunset and of course not forgetting Maison Lux combining the best of French and Italian inspired cafes and bars offering fresh home-brewed coffee as well as delicious pastries and chocolates and liqueurs and aperitifs. Maison Lux promises to be the wonderful experience in the vaulted lobby as you enter the hotel with magnificent views over the turquoise lagoon of Grand Bay. Greetings. Today we are joined by two of the finest chefs in the world. We have with us Chef Walter, who is Italian, and Chef Dave from Holland. And both of them live in Mauritius. Now, Chef Dave and Chef Walter, when I was at school and when I was 15 years old, the then careers master said to me, Jones, what do you want to do when you leave school? I said, well, sir, I want to be a chef, sir. He said, a chef? What do you mean you want to be a cook? I said, yes, sir. Why do you want to be a cook? I said, because in the scouts, I do cooking and I like it, sir. He said, Jones, you should have more ambition. I said, what do you mean, sir? He said, you should want to be a hotel manager. I said, what's that, sir? I want to be a chef. He said, no, Jones, you must be a hotel manager. So I think from those days, which are in the... 60s, so it's a long time ago, the image of chef is certainly, has certainly changed. So tell us, Chef Walter, how did you come to become a chef? Well, Paul, uh, I think everything started with, uh, with my mother and my sister. You know, they, they were both, you know, and they're still uh, great cooks. While my mother was cooking, you know, always, you know, go there and see what she was doing, you know, try to learn, you know, some of her tricks. And then when she was not in the kitchen, I was going in and, and try to practice, you know, try to copy what she was doing. Uh, and my sister, she's actually probably with the right training, she probably better than me actually in turbo cooking. <laughs> so I learned so much from her. 
And also, you know, she had a bar when I was about 13, 14. I remember that I used to go there and and making, you know, sandwiches, you know, learning to make sandwiches, making, you know, uh, French fries. And for me, it was an opportunity to kind of, you know, be out of the house, be around people, you know, the older people. So I felt somehow, you know, older as well. And from there, I start to basically start to like, you know, the uh, the, the world of, you know, uh, cooking. It fit in very well with, uh, with me. And where were you in Italy at the time, Walter? Bergamo. Bergamo is a, is a small town, you know, just north of, uh, north of Milan. So north of Milan, that means you, you use a lot of butter rather than a lot of oil. Indeed, indeed. There is a lot of mountains around, you know, where we are. It's cold. So, yes, you know, the use of meat, butter, uh, cheese, it was very much a, a staple in, in our cuisine. And it's still, you know, thankfully now, you know, the younger generation, you know, they're kind of, you know, uh, moving away from it. <laughs> Wonderful. Chef Dave, share with us your journey. For sure. I mean, I was, uh, I think like many chefs, you know, not the best students. My grades were absolutely crap, I had to say. And uh, it was obvious I had to learn a profession. And so it was the question, what? And I like cooking. Indeed, as Walter said, also helping my grandmother who was living in our house. And uh, what my father decided, he, he basically got me a job in the local uh, restaurant uh, for a few weekends. And the other interesting that I had was bakery, pastry. So we also went to the local bakery and pastry. And I, I worked there a few weeks to make up my mind a bit. And now the pastry and the bakery that was too sweet and uh, too messy. So it became evident that it was cooking. And from there, I, I went to, uh, to the culinary school. And uh, from there on, my studies went actually very, very well. It came to this even that my mother was also making buffets or, or, or caterings for, for people. And I started to help her. And it even resulted in the fact that we built a kitchen. We have an even a walk-in chiller at our home where we uh, make uh, yeah, cold buffets and catering for, for parties, etc. So tell me, uh, Chef Dave, when you were at culinary school, uh, did you have the same experience as I did when I was at a hotel school where the culinary teacher told me there's only one book, Escoffier, and if you want, there's another one called Solnier, Solnier le répertoire de la cuisine. In other words, very French, very old-fashioned cuisine. Was that your experience? Yes, correct. I mean, the Escuvier obviously is the culinary bible. Uh, we had a version of that called Pauli. It came from Switzerland. It was a very thick one as well. And it was all very clear. It was really, really nicely explained. And you went all to the to the product knowledge, etc. It was old school. I remember when I went to the culinary school first, it was Mr. Janssen. I'll never forget, he was the general, general manager of the school, the director. And uh, we went to in his office. He said to me, so you want to become a chef, as you experienced, Paul, as well. And he gave me all the bad things about it. You have to work with Christmas, and you never got home, and this and that. Then he went on for 30 minutes on to me. I was a boy of 15 years old. And uh, after when he was finished, he said, are you still want to be a chef? I said, yes, Mr. Janssen, I still want to come. And I went. So. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. So, uh, Chef Walter, what brought you to Mauritius? I worked, you know, for another company for 10 years. And through a few connections, you know, some of the guys that, you know, I used to work with, I basically, you know, had opportunity to join, you know, Nayar back in the days that Lux was called. And uh, I was tired of, you know, the of the corporate world. You know, if you want to change something, it was, it was always been a nightmare to change anything. But then, you know, when I joined, you know, Nayad, I realized that the company, you know, it was going through a change, it was going through, you know, a, an evolution. Uh, as such, you know, uh, it actually was a great fit for me because, you know, I was looking for a company that it was giving me the, uh, the freedom to a certain point to decide, you know, what to prepare, what to, you know, cook, where sometime in other company, you know, they're they a bit more strict and the corporate uh, guys, you know, they come in and they tell you exactly, you know, what you have to cook and what you don't have to cook. So I think, you know, uh, change from uh, that company to, uh, to Nayad was actually uh, a great thing for me in terms of my uh, 
Yeah. And Nayad became Lux, of course, yeah. uh, Walter, and you were one of the pioneers of that rebranding of Nayad into Lux. What was the big difference for you in that time about 11 years ago? Well, if I have to be honest, you know, when I arrived, actually, and it was still Nayad, I actually thought to myself, did I make a mistake <laughs> leaving the other company? <laughs> but then, you know, once, you know, <laughs> I met you and once, you know, uh, the plan, you know, to change into Lux came, uh, you know, came into light, they were explained. And then I realized that, okay, this is the company, you know, this is the company that, that we need. You know, we, we working with you, it was, you know, uh, learning. Uh, still, we are learning. You are inspiring all of us. And not because, we you know, we are just, you know, talking at the moment, but, you know, you are a true inspiration. So I think all of us at the moment that we are in, uh, in Lux, I believe, you know, is the reason is because, you know, we have the opportunity to work with you. And, uh, yeah, I think that's what it is. Oh, that's very kind of you. And um, Chef Dave, how did you get to... Mauritius. Well, <laughs> I was preparing the question, and you know, actually, in 2011, I was interviewed by Dominic Rule for Laksa Dari, and that time I let him down. I didn't come. I actually went uh, to, to Seychelles to work for a corporate company, and maybe it had it to be like this because in 2016, um, Lux called me back, and I joined in Maldives at that time. Also, that was uh, was tough negotiations, I remember. But uh, yeah, no, that, from that on, was, uh, it was great. You know, the corporate world, as Walter also just said, I think what our company is about is about play. We have fun in F&B. We have fun in the company. You, uh, Paul, you inspire <laughs> the team constantly. You send us emails. Uh, you send us IDs. Walter does the same. You know, we're sending each other constantly feedback in terms of what is out there and since 2016 really i enjoyed every single moment and in 2018 um, i left of 19 i left uh, maldives and i came to mauritius to became in my current position ah fantastic and uh, what would you say is the major difference between maldives and mauritius chef dave oh that's a difficult question Mauritius is a bit more in terms of hotel, in terms of F&B, I think a bit more authentic. Uh, you work from a, from a working point of view for 95% with, with local people, while Maldives uh, it is 95% with, especially in the kitchen, with expats. Uh, that's a bit different. I think in terms of uh, sourcing product, Mauritius is, is a bit bit more difficult as well. We can get what we want, but it is a bit more complicated than Maldives. Uh, Maldives, I always said, whatever you want, our suppliers are all over the world. We can get whatever we want from every place in the world that we want. I mean, Dubai, Europe, France, Australia, China, Melbourne, Australia, it, it, all, it all flies in on every flight that comes in. And that made it easy in Maldives, to be really honest, to work. Fantastic. And how do you, both of you, work together, Chef Walter? How do you interact with Chef Dave and, and what do you do? How do each of you function? I think, you know, is somehow, you know, we work pretty well together. Uh, we work both in uh, in FMB, but we have you know some kind of a clear you know distinction you know probably something that we we decided in a way you know in terms of project when there is a new tell uh, or a new concept to be developed at the beginning I'm more involved into that of course you know with the help of uh, Dave uh, once we're getting closer into the opening of this uh, project of course you know Dave's uh, coming to place more and more. Once it's open, Dave's basically, you know, take over the, uh, the culinary part and, uh, and I keep going into the, uh, the beverage element. But apart from that, you know, honestly, we are bouncing idea. You know, every day uh, we are sending each other, you know, uh, Instagram, you know, screenshots or we are looking at, you know, books or we are looking at some ideas. Or it just really, you know, I think we work very well together because it's a constant flow of ideas. Sometimes, you know, you, Paul, you know, tell us, you know, okay, that's what I would like to do or to have. And, uh, and both of us straight away, we get into, you know, this, uh, this brainstorming kind of, you know, uh, mood. And, and I think that's why we, uh, we work well together, you know, is that we both want, you know, something different. 
we want to create something that you know is uh, unique and is not available for sure in uh, in Mauritius and in the Indian Ocean, and we work for it. We do our best, you know, to uh, to really make it happen. So I think you know that's why I work very well with uh, with Dave. Fantastic, and Chef Dave, what for you? is the importance of, of taste and flavor. How, how does that come into the whole mix of things, what you do? Taste and flavor is, is everything. I mean, it is, we, we went over the years, over the last, let's say, uh, two decades, a lot have happened in the, in the culinary world, right? We had monocular cuisine where chefs were cha- changing certain structures of certain uh, ingredients. I think we're back to basics at the moment in, in, a long, in that regards. And flavor is what it needs to be. Flavor is the most important. The true flavor of a product, that's what counts for me. We have learned a lot from that last two decades. Uh, we have learned a lot from the great chefs like El Bulli. And, and we're still using techniques these days. But I think flavor is, is the thing, the, 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 the flavor of the product that we can source. What is unique to regions? Okay, we, we live in islands. So we import also, but definitely flavor is everything what counts. And with that regards, we, we need to stay authentic to the flavor and also flavor when it comes to dishes from certain regions. I was reading an article this week about authenticity, authenticity and somewhere, one of the chefs said there is no authenticity on, on a dish because if a dish comes from another village, it's the same dish, but it comes from three villages away. It is different. Uh, in, in a way, it, it is right. But it is still authentic to that village. And the, every chef brings in his own flavor. He brings his own uh, patron. And working with, uh, with the chefs that we do all over the world, and, and especially in all the countries that we are, it's just amazing what we learn and what we, what we have in our hands. So that's flavor for me. It, it, it comes down to the product. It comes down to the region. And it comes down to what, um, what the chef can do with the product. Fabulous. So... Chef Dave and Chef Walter, apart from your immediate family members who obviously were a great influence on your early career, who for you today are the major influences in the culinary world that make an impact with each of you? I think, you know, something uh, that I liked a lot when I visited, you know, Denmark, Noma, I think, you know, is, is something that, you know, they are really at the forefront of of the cuisine you know they they are pushing the boundaries and they did it for many years but they're still doing it you know uh, similar to when uh, Elbuli and Ferran Adria you know started i think i prefer where we are at the moment you know with a with a noma kind of concept because they are really down to the ingredients and to the season i think they are respecting the season which is something that you know uh, Unfortunately, you know, with uh, with all these, you know, importing, we we forgot about it. You know, it's so easy for us to, you know, to bring in, you know, anything from around the world. Uh, but I think we are going back to the season, and, and really the appreciate the ingredients. You know, I had a chef in the Royal also back in Paris, that for him, you know, the quality of the ingredients was was everything. There was no compromise. There was no. You know, even a simple fruit salad, he had his own way to, to cut it, his own way that, you know, to source the fruit and everything. So a simple thing like a fruit salad, it, it could be done to perfection. And what Noma does is, uh, is really pushing these boundaries in terms of, you know, the fermentation. And it's something that, you know, with Dave, we are learning. We are learning to do. Uh, Dave, you know, loves a lot, you know, in terms of all the different type of kombucha. Uh, and it's something that we're going to do as well, you know, in, uh, in Luxrum Bay. But it's something that we are introducing a bit everywhere. So, yeah, I think that was the... Uh, after that, it's a lot of great chefs. You know, I think the, uh, in terms of food and beverage, in terms of chefs and uh, mixologists, it is a great moment for uh, all of us because there is so much creativity out there. And the access to product is so easy at the moment. Dave, I don't know what you what you think. Absolutely. There's a lot of great chefs out there. I had a lot of people who'd driven me, and, and both of you, 
Paul and, and Walter drive me every day in with ideas, uh, but also uh, my teachers in the past who have driven the flavor, who has driven me what what I probably am today. I worked for uh, six years in Michelin star chef, uh, Michelin star restaurants. I worked with a great chef in the Netherlands who held for 31 years a Michelin star. And next to that, it was also a very big hotel with a banqueting facility, but he still kept his star. And this chef, he was rigid on every single thing. He was really, really, yeah, that is still what I hold today in my in my DNA. It, it is four years with him has definitely um, brought me what, what I am. Um, you know, he, he was also onto product. He worked with local, very small suppliers. And uh, that's it. People who, who in my career has, has pushed me. Uh, I have worked with great GMs. I uh, have worked with easy GMs, but I also have worked with GMs who really really pushed me hard. And that has brought me where I am today, I believe. And that is also the passion that we have in indeed reading, uh, constantly looking for new product, constantly looking for new dishes and what is out there. The world is endless. And we will never, ever finish learning because there's always uh, around every corner, uh, there is something new. And that's the beauty. So, uh, Chef Dave, tell us about your normal day in Lux. What are you doing around the world? What's happening in Lux? Of course. Well, <laughs> until 2019, I was obviously, obviously the executive chef from Luxardari. So there you are uh, much more in the kitchen and busy with, with the teams. But since I became corporate chef, I'm looking very forward, by the way, to go back to Luxcombe for a while to open it up and, and to go back be full time into the kitchen. But what I'm doing, I mean, we are together with Walter, we're developing concepts. We are helping the chefs uh, in our resorts with their daily tasks. Uh, that can be that can be all kinds of things. We, we, we have recently developed a, a few new concepts. One is called Keen and Green. One called is Little Travelers for Lux. It's our kids, a new kids menu program. Uh, that's what we're working on with, obviously, the development team, the design team. Luxcom Bay, we have worked on for the last two years or three years on the design. Well, since uh, the build has been started uh, one and a half year ago, we obviously start working on the menus, on the concepts that needs to crystallize in our head. We're sourcing chefs, we're doing recruiting, and then various other projects around the world where we're involved in the daily meetings. Uh, as Walter said, of course, it is a bit more at the start of uh, on his side, but he keeps me always well informed. We're bouncing back ideas. So, yeah, it is, it is a constant flow. We have our other brand, Salt, uh, Tamasa, where we visit the hotels regularly. We wrote a book. It is it is behind Walter on the shelf there. So, yeah, that's what keeps us busy, I think, every day. Ah. You're a very busy man, Chef Dave. Chef Walter, so tell us about how you spend your time with Lux. <laughs> well, thankfully, you know, uh, I had the opportunity, you know, to travel and, and be part of a, of a lot of, you know, uh, new exciting projects. I think that's, you know, one of the major things that I do in Lux, you know, uh, going around the world, you know, uh, working with uh, architects, with designers, with very creative people, you know, and coming up with, uh, with unique products. I think that's something that then I do in a day-to-day basis, you know. But I think one thing that I like to do is, uh, is create opportunities for the team, and I think we, we both do it, you know, and uh, with Dave and uh, actually all of us at Lux, you know, we, we are creating, you know, opportunities to give to our team members, you know, to grow. Uh, we are there to inspire them. We are there to share, you know, our knowledge, you know, whatever uh, small or big uh, might be. But I think that is, is one of the big part of my job, of our job, you know, in FMB. Uh, we have the, the opportunity and the luck, you know, to, to travel around the world and, and see new things. So for us, it's only fair that, you know, once we are back on the island and, and I used to share with, uh, with everybody. And that's something that gives us a, a lot of pleasure to do. Is uh, yeah. Wonderful. Chef Dave, one of the most striking things that you did in 2016 when you launched the new South Ariatol in, in Maldives was homemade. Correct, yes. What is homemade? Well, what is homemade? Um, a lot of hotels, a lot of chefs, we were used to buy things from outside. Uh, a simple thing is yogurt. 
uh, that that we buy from from suppliers. Well, back in Maldives once again, we fly everything in. So a kilo, a liter of yogurt, fly that in from Dubai uh, has a has a big cost. While yogurt is actually just milk, what has been fermented. So it started off with with this kind of things. Homemade for me as well is teach again our chefs, as Walter just said, teach our our chefs, be with our chefs. What is authentic cooking? There's not many chefs anymore who make their own uh, jus de veau or make their own glasses. It's all available with suppliers that is full of additives. And we took we, we, we bring in bones. We ask our meat supplier to uh, ship beef bones to our locations and we make stocks. We make yogurts, we, kombucha, we started with that. Jams, yeah, jam is definitely available everywhere, but... We make our own jams. We buy the fruits that, especially here in Mauritius, that, that's great because there's lots of fruits in season available so that we can use. So we really inspire the team to to, to go back and to make your own stuff. In, Lac, in Lac's Grand Bay, we, we will not have any pasta coming in from outside. We're going to make every single pasta ourselves. And that's what homemade is about, going back to uh, home cooking and, and really uh, explore whatever we can. Walter tipped on fermentation. I mean, we brought in tiger nuts in, in Maldives uh, and we make our own horchata. Uh, horchata is a, is, a, is a drink that is coming from Spain, good for uh, digestive health, good for, for your body. So a lot, of, a lot of things, the fermentation comes in. We, we, we studied a lot about it and for Lux Gombe, we come back to, to that later, but we have the lab uh, where it's going to bubble, it's going to ferment, it's going to... It's going to, a lot of things going to happen. Things are going to explode for sure one day there. But I think that's the fun, teaching the, 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 the guests, but all, definitely also the guests, bringing them into this process of homemade. And guests appreciate it. We, we have a little label for it. You can see it in our menus, uh, in hotels where we have buffets. You see it back in the buffets. And I think it adds a touch that guests will see that we, um, we really go the extra mile to make something special for them. And keen on green, that's another signature element of the food offering. Correct, yes. Keen and green, we have seen around the world. And, and in our companies, uh, Walter, at some point, I believe you still, Paul, are vegan. And a lot of people uh, became vegan or vegetarian over the years, more and more. And uh, out of many reasons, it could be balancing your own body and mind. It could be as well taking uh, care of the planet. We all know that the food industry is destroying the planet on the end of the day. And as a company, we felt that we need to bring this to the next level. And we went looking with the team, what can we do to bring this up? And we took the, the step to say, okay, 35% of our menus in our hotel and restaurants going to be keen on green. We developed a, a logo for it. We developed a menu layout for it where it's very obvious to the guest, well, the dishes are printed in green. I mean, it cannot be, not be simple, actually. Uh, we developed a story about it. So 35% of every single menu, every single buffet is keen on green. It is either vegetarian or vegan. So obviously the 35% is split in both. And we feel, as a company, it's very important uh, that we, we bring our part, well, to once again balance mind and body, as well as to the world problems that we have in terms of environmental. So that's Keen and Green in a nutshell. How about taste? Ah, for sure, taste. I mean, it is a bit, it's a bit the, the challenge, because... We work with chefs around, and I, mean, I am not the younger chef anymore either, when you ask a chef, make me a vegetarian dish, oh, yeah, chef, no problem. Here is a tomato mozzarella, or here is a pasta arrabbiata that we did 10 years ago or 20 years ago, and, and that was as far as vegetarian and vegan would go. And if it would be very special, it would be a truffle uh, pasta with uh, some fresh uh, truffle salsa. That is not what we want. We need the chefs to investigate. Uh, we are investigating, and there are some great people around and again, Instagram, but also uh, people who have really brought vegan and vegetarian food to the next level where we need to learn from. And it needs to be great food with great flavors, work with spices, work with products. Our pastry chef, Chef Marie, she, she turned the sweet potato into a dessert by caramelizing it and, and, and bring it up with citrus fruit. And that is the type of spirit Keen and Green needs to be. It, it cannot be, of course, a tomato mozzarella is Keen and Green, but... It needs to be much, much more than that, and the flavors need to bounce out. 
And the beauty is that we have all these experiences due to our travel. So we can bring in spices from Asia into our dishes. We can combine. We are in the Indian Ocean on the end of the day. Uh, a great nation, uh, India and, and Mauritius, is very famous for their vegetarian food, and, and they have some great dishes. So that using in our hotels is what Keaton Green is all about. Fantastic. Chef Walter, we've heard a lot about the... Lux Grand Bay project. Please introduce this project to us. What what have you been doing? What what are the secrets of Lux Grand Bay? What's going to be so special about this brand new property that is being developed on the north coast of Mauritius in the picturesque village of Grand Bay? Well, the first thing that we did was to ensure that, you know, the property and the restaurant, they're accessible to everybody. In a way that you don't have to, you know, make a booking. You don't have to, you know, know somebody to get in into the hotel. It's a hotel, like anywhere else in the world, people can just walk in and have a coffee, have a drink, have a meal. So I think that was one of the, uh, the first things that, you know, we wanted to do. And we achieved it. We took our concept to a completely different level. If we think about the Beach Rouge, we basically break it down, you know, took the, uh, the manual that we had, you know, we just threw it away. <laughs> we rewritten the whole manual. We built, you know, something that, you know, is, is completely, you know, new to Mauritian, to the Indian Ocean. I think, you know, if you can compare it, something that could be, you know, in, uh, in Mykonos or in Ibiza at, or Tulum, that kind of vibe, we decide to basically cancel the word buffet. Basically, it's gone. Nobody's allowed to use the word buffet. And the word all-day dining is another one that, you know, is gone from anybody. We will serve breakfast, lunch, and dinner a la carte. Of course, you know, Dave, you know, design all the menus, all the menu, they are changing daily. And this is something truly unique as well. Uh, something not easy, something that, you know, uh, Dave is uh, working hard on it. We have indoor and outdoor space, uh, beautiful bars. We have three bars. We have two swimming pools, DJ area. So it is a party place, but it's a place also for families to go. That was something also that we want to keep in mind. We want to have areas with different kind of energy for party, to relax, and for, you know, birthday parties, you know, for a special dinner with your wife, with your girlfriend. Uh, as such, you know, every area is designed to ensure that, you know, we will be able to cater for all our guests. As such, we have Beach Rouge, then we have Aikisu. Aikisu is basically these... Every time I look at the picture, every time, you know, I look at it, it's, it's something so special. The experience that we will be able to create, both in food and beverage, they are, you know, out of this world. Honestly, for me, it needs to be one of the best restaurants in the world. Uh, because what we have there, what you give us to work with, is something truly, truly special. Uh, it's focused on a contemporary Asian cuisine. Very moody, very dark kind of space, but at the same time, you know, using texture and different material brought up, you know, a lot of kind of reflection, starting from the ceiling to the uh, reflecting pond to this huge fire pit outside. Part of uh, Aikisu we have as well the club, so if somebody wants to continue the evening, they can just basically pop over, you know, until, you know, two o'clock in the morning, you know, there is music playing. And if somebody wants a, a place a bit more relaxed, a bit more private, we have the rooftop bar uh, and restaurant. And that's something that, you know, you just go up there. It's open only for adults until 6.30. Then, you know, uh, we will allow as well uh, teenagers. Normally it's open only for hotel guests. And that's basically, you will oversee this beautiful lagoon of uh, Grand Bay. It is the best place to be in Grand Bay, without doubt. 
there is no other area that, you know, uh, compared to it. We have this, you know, big infinity pool. Uh, we have table in the pool where our guests can actually sit and have, you know, uh, lunch, dinner, and why not breakfast uh, if they wish to. Dave designed, you know, amazing me uh, menu based on, uh, you know, uh, tapas from around the world, focus on Southeast Asia, South America, and a bit of European touch. And then Maison Lux. Maison Lux is, uh, is our new, uh, new jewel located in the lobby. Uh, we took inspiration from cafe out of Milan or in Paris, where we will serve, you know, coffee, ice cream during the day, pastries, you know, like from a pasticceria, you know, out of, uh, out of Milan, or a beautiful, you know, uh, eclair shop in, uh, back in Paris. And when the evening come, the bartender and the barista basically will swap place. So the barista will take over and there is the aperitif was coming into place all the way to after dinner with a different kind of amaris or cognac and so on. So there is actually something for everybody. He's, uh, I'm sure I forgot about something. And uh, I'm sure, you know, Dave wants to, uh, you know, uh, share a bit. But is uh, I think what Grand Bay is, is, is a combination of all our knowledge, you know, mine and Dave and, and your Paul, you know, uh, all our, you know, uh, passion basically put in one single hotel. And it's, yeah, it's, it's amazing, you know. <laughs> unbelievable, unbelievable. So, Chef Dave, what's cooking at Lux Grand Bay? <laughs> oh, a lot. Yeah, where to start? I mean, there is a lot of, of great experiences. First of all, Paul, you, you came up a few weeks ago uh, with the idea to have daily changing menus. And that brought us into... Uh, <laughs> okay, how are we going to do that? <laughs> um, so that's one. We have daily changing menus. Did that cause you to lose your hair? No, that, that happened a very long time ago. <laughs> but yeah, so that, that definitely uh, it was a, is a challenge. We're going to make it happen. We have daily changing menus in Beach Rouge. We're going to bring back a, an old-fashioned one, is the trolley. And that came uh, one of your ideas that, that you have brought up. You wanted a trolley in, in Maison Lux that has a, a Deja trolley. And we bring it back in uh, most areas, Keridor uh, service. So in, in Beach Rouge, we have for breakfast a daily changing uh, pass around dish on the trolley in the morning. In the afternoon, we have designed four unique dishes that we will start off and more will come for sure. Uh, that the guests can order with a uh, preparation on the table that can be a pate on croute with uh, fermented and pickled vegetables and nice mustards. Uh, there can be uh, like four different marinated salmons that come to the table and we serve them with a nice balsamico ice cream. Uh, we're going to have fresh tartare on the table where we grind the beef uh, in front of you on the table and we make a, a fresh tartare with a nice runny egg yolk. Uh, so that, that's the Keridon. Uh, we, we bring a, a trolley into, uh, uh, Walter came up with this idea, and we're going to make it happen. We're going to have the uh, Canara La Presse, the French one, but we're going to turn it into a Canara La Presse Peking duck one. So <laughs> <laughs> that's the fun that we that we have with each other, and I think that that's just brilliant. So the Canara La Presse is there, and uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm brainstorming already with a chef de cuisine uh, who is going to join us soon in August, who's currently in Hokkaido in Japan, how are we going to do this? The soya sauce sommelier, uh, we don't want to offer the guest one regular soya sauce. We want to have 10, 12 soya sauces from different flavors, from different saltiness, uh, barrel age, authentic items so that the guest has to choose from. Yeah, there is so much to, to, to talk about. I mean, we're working on the menus tirelessly to come up with new things. One thing that we're going to have in Aikisu is uh, we have a beautiful show plate. And uh, on the show plate, we wanted to do something with it as only a show plate. So we're going to come up with a concept. We call it for now in the, in the working environment still. We're still working it all out. The fortune cookie. Where we, where we bring the guest a fortune cookie with a fortune inside. And that can be small uh, experiences in the resort or uh, that's happening on the table that night in Aikisu. And uh, maybe, you know, once a year we have maybe a free stay in there. You never know. So that's what we're doing. Wow. 
Unbelievable. They tell me that uh, the cooking in Aikisu is with flames. How, how is that happening? Correct, absolutely, yes. We have the, uh, the uh, wariyaki cooking, and the wariyaki cooking is a big flame. So it's uh, it originally done in Japan with rice straw, uh, but we obviously have abundance of uh, sugarcane straw here in Mauritius. And actually, uh, in, my, uh, in my doorstep, there are still two bags of sugarcane uh, straw standing. I need to go to the field and light it up to do some testing. <laughs> but we picked it up a few weeks ago at the sugarcane factory, and it's going to work. So we're going to have a big flame where we roast uh, roast or sear a beautiful piece of tuna or a nice uh, piece of, of seafood. Even meat can be done. It still will be raw on the inside, so it's still a sashimi-style type of of, uh, of cuisine, and it's going to be marinated with all kind of pre-marinated or topped up with all kind of flavors and sauces, or just a sashimi. So that's the wariyaki, and it happens in front of the guests. Wow. We um, estimated that it will happen like 15 to 20 times per hour. Wow. So basically the flame is on and it's a, it's a one and a half meter flame. So no, not, not to be missed. This is theater. Absolutely. This is incredible. Wow. And your chefs now, they become part of the theater. How do they feel about that? We went to a, a bunch of CVs before we selected the right candidate. And the, the, the chefs, they, they are super excited. I mean, we, we even take over the old Melville team. And now we're more and more we come in, in, in action in, in, with them. You feel the excitement. We're assessing the team at the moment. They come to our office. There are guys there. They are 30 years with the old Melville Hotel. But you see the spark in their eyes. You see how eager they want. There's one guy. He's close to retirement. And he says to, to us, no, no, I don't want to retire yet. I want to open this hotel and then I will retire. <laughs> so that that's the passion and that's great. The chefs are super excited and uh, they cannot wait to get started. Wonderful, wonderful. And uh, um, Walter, I think one of the big challenges for you was uh, planning the rooftop, which we call um, a Bizu. How does all that work? Indeed, it was a challenge at the beginning, you know, because the different, you know, building the kitchen, not building the kitchen, how we're going to get the food out there, so on. But I think, you know, now, you know, with all the different, you know, help, different architects and, and the ID, you know, working with Kelly, we came up with something, you know, uh, something different for sure. You know, you're going to walk there and it looks like you're walking into a jungle instead of walking into a rooftop. Is uh, you know the the amount of uh, trees or palm trees actually they just put a few new uh, coconut tree you know a uh, couple of days ago actually is uh, you know it's not a rooftop you know in New York or in Paris or you know any big city or you know, any skyscraper but I don't think you need you know uh, that kind of you know height to just get the the feeling and the mood you know because once you're gonna go be up there it's gonna be like you're floating kind of over the water of the Indian Ocean. So Walter um, and Chef Dave, we have tables literally in so many different spots around the hotel. We've got beautiful circular tables overlooking the beach, the um, tables that you mentioned actually in the pool on the rooftop. It sounds like there's many, many different opportunities for people to pick their spot where they would like to have lunch or dinner or and I understand that you've got barbecues that you're going to be setting up different evenings on the beach uh, personalized for for guests so that they can have romantic dinners on the beach you're going to be doing picnics uh, taking people into unknown places so it can be a, a big surprise for them when they arrive so uh, how, how do you come up with all these ideas what and what inspires you and and how do you think our guests are going to feel when they walk into Grand Bay and they realize that uh, you've made all these arrangements for them for for us you know is uh it's all about, you know, the experience. It is not only for us, it's for as a company, as a Lux, you know. Uh, it's to create those moments and those experiences. 
we are lucky enough to have, you know, a, a site which is, uh, which is beautiful and uh, give us a lot of opportunities to create this kind of a little, uh, you know, places where, you know, um, a couple or a family can actually, you know, go and, uh, and have a, a great meal or just a great drink. Uh, at the end of the day, you know, is again for us is, uh, is to ensure that, you know, whatever the guest dream of or w- wishes to have, you know, while they are in the, in the property, uh, we are there to, to make it happen. Yes, you know, like for dinner, you know, there are so many different places. It's important that, you know, everybody is, everybody likes something different. Somebody likes to be next to the beach, next to the pool, you know, in uh, indoor and uh, over the, you know, the rooftop. So it, it, it just comes, you know, as uh, naturally, you know, while you walk around, uh, you know, you walk the site. And uh, even, you know, seeing a tree and seeing maybe, oh, we can create some shade here, you know, we can just, you know, put a few pillow, put, you know, a little table and we create a little, you know, picnic areas. And of course, you know, it's, uh, it's part of our DNA, you know, it's part of uh, who we are and, you know, I think the training uh, that we got. Uh, I don't know, Dave, you know, what, uh, what do you think? Indeed, you know, what I have learned, in, well, also in the past, I had a John GM, the same, he, he always said nothing is impossible, and, and also Paul always says, let's get going. Nothing is impossible, and creating those experiences for the guest is what we do, and indeed, uh, we have developed so many uh, special spots on Luxcombe Bay, and there is the coves, there is all the cabanas, and we developed, uh, so we were thinking, how can we have a dining experiences during the day when the people are in swim shorts. Um, so we developed a tray uh, that people can put over their lap uh, with a bento box menu where people, and it's not just a bento box that we are used to, it's something specially and unique. Uh, it's a stackable bento box where, we, where we're going to uh, have the beach dinner menu served in. It's going to be a very luxury experience, actually. Um, so, yeah, we keep on trying to invent new things. Indeed, the beach barbecues, I don't want to call it a barbecue. I actually want to call it a culinary experience. Yes, we use the barbecue to cook the food, but still it will not be meat and fish and grill and and the sauce. No, it will still be a very nice, delicate uh, experience uh, while the chef is in the the neighborhood of the table cooking it away. But it will still be sophisticated dining. So yeah, those kind of things we developed and in Lux, we we always inspired uh, by our by our team and everybody around us to to go the extra mile. Fantastic! At the beginning of the podcast, you told us that you enjoy playing. Your job for you is actually play. And a while back, not so long ago, I discovered that you'd actually built your own playground at Lux Grand Bay. <laughs> What do you tell us about that? Yeah, we, we kept that away from you for a while, Paul. <laughs> it was always a wish. I mean, a lot of uh, famous chefs in the world, have, not a lot, actually, the, the few lucky few, they have their own special place. And Walter uh, and myself, we were always dreaming about having a test kitchen, a lap, as we call it. And in this project, we sneaked it in. <laughs> now, what's the lab going to be about? It is, first of all, a test kitchen for us to, uh, to play. The chef goes in, you have a few hours, you go in and you start uh, learning, you start testing products. In order to do so, we're going to bring in, to start off, uh, 500 ingredients, unique ingredients uh, that will be in a library showcased on the walls of, of the test kitchen. And with that, uh, with these ingredients, we can extract flavors, we can combine flavors, we learn. We talked about fermentation. The fermentation is something that Walter brought up of Noma. Uh, who, who are very famous about it. And in front of me here is the book of Noma fermentation. So that we want to definitely more explore. We want to make notes. We want to note it down. We want to develop dishes for, for Lux Combe, but also knowledge that we can share with the team and with our other hotels. We have audio uh, visio uh, equipment set up. We can do live cooking classes. We can do live cooking shows, wine tastings. We can do mixology classes. We're going to broadcast them on our social media channels, and, and who knows, maybe we're going to come up with a weekly cooking class that, that our guests can follow when they go back home. 
the food lab is is all that. It is an experience lab. Of course, our guests can come in, but there's only a few people who have a key. So it's an invitation. We bring in the guest. They can have a, a beautiful tasting. They can as well have a chef's table uh, hosted by the chef or hosted by, by any of us or the general manager, Stephen. So the food lab is an experience lab. It's a learning lab. And it's a wish of every chef. It is where we're going to keep our secrets and where we're going to learn uh, for Lux Combe as well for our other hotels and for the future to come. Wow. Chef Walter. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it was a secret. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful, wonderful, wonderful secret. Um, what I like about it is the whole idea of socializing it through the different media channels, which is fabulous because life is about sharing. And I think you want to share your secrets. Uh, they won't be secrets for long. <laughs> and people can come and taste. Well, Chef Walter, Chef Dave, you have certainly opened our eyes, our noses, in our mouths. Our mouths are wide open and we're <laughs> dying to come uh, to Mauritius. And uh, from November later this year, 21, and see all the wonderful things that you've prepared for us, that you've planned for us, that you, you are so proud of. And to see those incredible team members that you are inspiring every day. So uh, before we sign off, do you have any Final thoughts that you'd like to share with the listeners, Chef Walter? No, looking forward to see everyone. You know, we we are there first of November. Uh, we are open, so wish to you know everybody you know come and experience you know our uh, our great food and beverage. Fabulous, and Chef Dave. I just want to say thank you very much. Thank you very much for all the opportunity opportunities that we have. I'm working in a in a company that. Uh, make those opportunities come true. That's the beauty of Lux that we have, what I experienced over the last five years. There is no no boundaries in what we can do in our field and, and, and that, that makes it makes it special. Thank you. And thank you. Thank you, Chef Walter, Chef Dave. You really, you've, you've got us dreaming big. Thank you, Paul. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Paul. Bye-bye. Okay. Bon appétit. Thank you for listening to The Spirit of Lux with me, Paul Jones. If you like what you heard, don't forget to subscribe to our channel on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.